Hi, and welcome to the awesome DIY wedding planning podcast from Wedding Espresso. Fun, relaxed DIY wedding planning chats with the pros. Now sit back and relax. It's time to carpe wedding diem, baby. Hi, Catherine. Welcome back to Wedding Espresso. Hi, James. Great to see you. Yeah, it's been quite a while. And uh, we're really excited to have you back on the show because you've just written a book. Yes. A wedding book um, wedding of all book. books. Rest yeah. Book. <laughs> so your wedding book is actually about um, a stress-free guide to designing your big day. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, it's a really, really good book. We've bought a copy. We've read it to, cover to cover. Um, I'm dipping back into it to have another look. Um, but before I do that, just for anybody who's watching now, I uh, just want to introduce you to anybody that might not know who you are. You're yeah. Catherine Holt and you're from Giftast, which mm-hmm. is a wedding stationer based in Batley. That's right. Um, we like to concentrate on romance, basically. Um, I think that planning wedding can be really stressful. Um, I know it was when I was planning mine, but the most important thing is that sort of romantic um, journey you're taking with your partner towards your big day. Um, and I, I really like to try and take inspiration from romantic novels, which is something I really love, just to kind of bring all the love back into wedding planning because it is really stressful and you've got all the bridezilla stuff and I kind of want to share that it doesn't have to be that way. It's super cool. I, I, I love the fact that, I mean, not only have you published this book, you are actually a, a previously a published author. Um, yes. Yeah, and... not romance though. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Mix it up, get a mix. Gothic murdery thing. So not that's a completely separate thing. That's like, you know, two parts of your personality there. There's the lovely fluffy wedding stuff which I love to read um, and the romance things and like Jane Austen, things like that. And there's also the, uh, the murder side, <laughs> which I think, I think a lot of women have. Um, so. It depends. It depends how much housework the husbands, husbands do. I think well, it's, uh, yeah, you know, maybe, it's a slide, it's a sliding scale. It is. I mean, I haven't written any of the murder gothic ones since I got married. So clearly my husband's being a good influence. That is, that's, that is good news. <laughs> Good news for him. <laughs> so if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Catherine, you went to Iceland for your honeymoon. We did, yes. And that's where the name came from, Gift Ask. Yeah, Gift Ask is actually you Icelandic for wedding. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, it's Icelandic for marry. Marry. Or okay. marry. Um, so I don't attempt the Icelandic pronunciation. It's quite sort of throaty. Um, and I've only heard it on Google Translate. But um, I, when I was wanting to start my wedding business, um, Iceland was something that was really important to us. Like we had this aim to get there hmm. um, before we even got engaged. So um, to actually make it there and it's so beautiful. And it was so like it was such a lovely honeymoon. Like I'm not a great traveler. I get very bad anxiety when we go places. But Iceland was different for me um, because it was so calm and beautiful and so it was something really special that I wanted to take into uh, the business going forward so um did some research um and gift asked came up and it just felt right um mm. with, with what we were trying to trying to go for with the business so yeah really big fan of Iceland um, and basically started working on designs for the business while we were there traveling around in the camper van so That's it's amazing. uh that's my origin story with I, um, Iceland because you guys went as well, didn't I you? I totally hear you about Iceland because <laughs> yeah, we actually we we decided to kind of have as many we called them like um, honeymoons really, but they were holidays, oh. and we we tried to do like a sequence of them before we did any family planning stuff. Oh, so yeah. 
uh, we just wanted to keep that vibe going. And Iceland was sort of in the mix with Norway and kind of, oh, you know, that's where we wanted to go. Yeah. We got to Iceland and like you say, I think it's just like nowhere else on earth. It's oh. such a special place. And I took thousands and thousands of photos Oh, yeah. um, came home and like you I think I was so fired up and inspired straight into Final Cut Pro uh, made a massive slideshow of them all. I think it was like 25 minutes or something um, mm -hmm. set to music which I felt kind of resonated or felt oh, like yeah. the place um, tested it on my parents they just were in tears the whole time and I was like that is the Icelandic oh, effect it, is such, <laughs> it holds such a power it's incredible Oh, so, yeah. Obviously, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the name and I think it's very, yeah. very well inspired. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I think everyone who goes to Iceland just bores people who haven't been um, because everyone loves it because it's just such a different and special place. Yeah. Cool. But we aren't here to talk about Iceland. We're here to talk about your <laughs> <We> book. <don't. laughs> um, brilliant. Much, much bigger topic. So, um, your book, do you want to just give us a quick overview of. Um, your inspiration for writing it, I guess, and, and, and yeah, what it does, sure. what it, what, what's in it. Okay, well, basically, um, before my wedding business, I spent eight or so years um, working as um, in various admin roles and ended up as an exec PA at a really big um, corporation. And so during that, um, which wasn't my background at all because my background was art and illustration, um, doing that in work um, really taught me a lot of skills that I otherwise wouldn't have had like um, event management, diary management, time management. And when you're working at a high exec PA level, um, you get these to-do lists and you chip away at them and they never get any smaller. Right. And it'll be half past four and you'll be just rounding up your last task of the day and then you will get another 10 really urgent ones on your desk. And it's a skill that I had to learn to be able to deal with it and not just go and cry in the bathroom <laughs> because it's just and I, I think it's very similar to wedding planning particularly if you're not used to it this wall of jobs of course yeah. you're just not used to and the stress and the pressure because if you're not an event planner and you are suddenly planning the biggest day of your life it's such a change and it's something that you don't necessarily have those skills to do Completely so it was something that really helped me with planning mine because we got engaged, we bought a house, and we got married within nine months of each other. Right, okay. Like, all within that one so nine every, Everything period. all at once. <laughs> we liked it. We did all our adulting things within a year. Um, got it all done. Um, so that was a really stressful time. And as well, we're trying to start the business with Gift Ask. And I realized, looking back, that those skills that I had learned um, in working as an exec PA had actually set me up to be able to do these things, to be able to multitask, and to not be completely put off and drowned by all these things like um I remember showing my husband our wedding planning list because obviously I took it on because I had the experience Absolutely, yeah. um, and he just glazed over and backed away slowly right. and I thought oh actually this is something I'm quite good at um so I really wanted to share um those things I'd learned with people that don't have that experience um perhaps people who have never worked as um, in an admin role where you have to organize all those things or people who are used to working with the PA themselves so they don't know they don't have to have that and they're used to having that support so it's kind of how to be your own exec PA was uh, was kind of the start of it um but it's also um bringing in um things I've learned um working on my illustration degree and which was a lot longer ago than I like to think about <laughs> um and 
planning and designing my brand and things of how to choose what represents you and the message that you want to get across. Because I think that's something that there's a really big opportunity for in wedding stationery, um, particularly if you're going down the bespoke route. It's a relatively cost effective way to get the highest impact on showing the feeling that you and your partner want to project. And if you can really personalize it and make it something that's special for you guys, then it's something that you can keep throughout your married life. It's almost like branding yourself um, as a couple. And I thought that was a really nice idea um, that people may want to learn how to do. Yeah, fantastic. I think um, from reading your book, my my impression of it is that we've got kind of three main pillars of content. And each of them are excellent in their own right. And I'm just going to break them down right now. I think the first pillar is... You've actually written a very, very personal story, haven't you? You've yeah, basically uh, outlined everything that happened to you on the run-up and on your wedding day. Um, I think it's a deeply personal story. And what really made you decide to want to share that with the world at large? Well, um, when I was planning a wedding, um, one of the things that really affected me was that I... Um, estranged from most of my family so that was something that you don't tend to see in wedding narratives you don't really see it in films and stuff like you know all the big wedding films it's not something we talk about but estrangement affects a Mm. lot of people and it wasn't until after um, I got married and started working in the wedding industry that I realized how many different options there were for weddings that I wish we'd taken because I think a lot of the traditional things that you feel like or that I felt like I had to do made me feel worse for not having family there um so I I kind of wanted to put that out there so we have that conversation so we talk about it because I felt so alone um in in being in in being like that because we had a very small wedding and it was largely my husband's family Uh, They they made up most of the guests and I felt very self-conscious about not having my family there. Like people were going to be judging me about it. I didn't want to be asked about it. Um, And there were all the traditions and things like getting the dress and things like that where you expect to have this family there. And if you're not in a situation for whatever reason that that can happen, then that's, you know, it makes it difficult for you. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to bring it out as in, you know, we can do different things. We don't have to follow these traditions, which I felt very hemmed in by. Okay. Um, that actually made that actually made me feel worse. And one thing that I learned while I was um, getting involved in the wedding industry, and it was through you guys, was I met Yvonne Beck, who's a wedding celebrant. And I had no idea that celebrants existed. Right. Um, but looking back, that would have been such a brilliant thing for mm-hmm. us to have at our wedding because neither of us were that bothered about the whole um, ceremony of it that we had uh, which was in a registry office like it didn't feel very personal to us we just wanted to get married at the end of the day yes yeah that was the most important thing to us but talking to Yvonne all the wonderful possibilities that you can do that make it special for you um, without relying heavily on these traditions and making your own new ones was just something wonderful so I kind of wanted to share with people who haven't been working in the wedding industry in the same position that I was yeah that there are more things you can do to make it really special for you that's brilliant I think you and I really are in agreement here in terms of like wedding celebrants I think yeah. I think they're wonderful you think they're wonderful I think they're like a game changer and oh yeah there are there are so many ways to make it work and like you said I think the problem is uh, that the traditional options are very very staid and yeah. 
people are looking for something that speaks to them that's going to make their day you know really special like something to remember um and unless you explore your options um you never know and and i think it's so easy to do now as well it is and uh, one thing was like if you don't know these these things exist you don't know how to for example google them sure so like you can look for alternative wedding ceremonies and things like that but i was coming up with yurts in cornwall okay and i didn't that wasn't right for us so i was kind of no it'll have to be a registry office then but i didn't know to look for celebrants uh, right. because it's, i think it is relatively new and it is gathering steam like particularly in this country it's it's getting a lot bigger recently so to know that there's those options there uh, because i think a lot of the traditions don't really serve us in the same way they're not great for everybody they're not something that's going to make everybody happy and make everyone's day like the we I, I do mention it in the book our ceremony the registrar read the wrong ceremony for us which was the one we'd apps they gave us a choice of three and we went oh definitely not that one right. and that's the one they ended up reading so you know yeah. um, but you're, laugh, you're laughing about it now so that that's a positive yeah, I, that's a to positive be fair, of all the there are always stuff that's going to go wrong in your wedding um and the most important thing is that we're married and i love being married so that's what we've taken away from it um but the day itself i really didn't enjoy i was extremely hungover because i've been so nervous about it the right. day before, which you shouldn't do um so on the whole the day is kind of just pushed to one side but learning everything that i have about the industry now i really want to renew our vows at some point in the future Excellent. Yeah. and i know it's going to be something because i'm aware of the options that's going to really suit us and something we're both going to really have enjoyed awesome so the second pillar then um that i picked out was you've included worksheets Mm-hmm. Um, now, because you are quite literally the master of organising things, the worksheets <laughs> are fabulous. So do you just want to just quickly tell people what the included worksheets do? For okay, them? yeah, absolutely. So there's two worksheets and you can download them on my website. You don't have to buy the book to get them. They're all just on the book website. Right. Um, but we do go through them in detail and um, talk about ideas and things. So basically, it's the first worksheet is figuring out what you want um, in your wedding um, before you start planning. So then you're not wasting time and ahhing over, do you really want this champagne wall? Like, you know if you want it or not. Um, so it's basically just prompts to figure out the sort of wedding you want, the feeling you want, what's important to you and your partner to get right at the beginning what is going to be the best focus for your budget essentially because it's the things that's most important to you so if the dress is something that you've wanted since you were a little girl and you know exactly which dress you want work around that um and if you and your partner met on holiday maybe consider having that as a theme because it's something that's really special and personal to you so it's just working through all your options and then narrowing down to get basically the microcosm of you and your partner mm. on, a, on a piece of paper. So then when you're going through your options and doing your to-do list, you can go back to this and go, actually, we weren't that bothered about that. Let's not stress about it. So it's just yeah, getting your, all your looks in a row because I think when you are faced with planning something that's that big and there are all of these wonderful options, it's, it's too much. Sure, <laughs> like, yeah. Whenever you start a new job and you have all these things in your head and you look at the blank piece of paper, it's like nothing. Uh-oh. It all goes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So 
that's one of the worksheets. And the second is, again, for, with the blank piece of paper mindset in mind, um, it's a starter to-do list. So it's a rough outline of different jobs that you may or may not have. Um, we don't touch on any of the legal stuff in the book because mm -hmm. that changes and that's country specific. But the things that you might want to think about that you can either cross off or add to. So, you know, writing speeches, getting gifts for groomsmen, things like that. Um, just little things um, that you may or may not think of um, just as a start that you can build on. So then you're not facing that blank piece of paper. Brilliant. I love the uh, the phrase that you coined there, the microcosm of you as a couple. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think you should maybe write that down at the top on the top of the worksheet. It could, this is my microcosm. I like that. I love that. I'm, I'm writing that now. Make it small. <laughs> make it small. Um, so the third pillar then, Catherine, was the fact that you've actually gone to great lengths to um, actually include some interviews with um, and some opinions from other wedding suppliers which I think really rounds off the package because oh. obviously they know you, you know them. So you've got that um, open communication there where they're talking about their specific aspect of the yeah. wedding and how that can uh, impact and help couples. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you are planning a wedding, you don't have time to go around and interview all your suppliers, however much you want to, to find the one that's best fit for you. So I thought it would be really useful to talk to people from different sections of the industry, like we've got flowers, cake, dresses, celebrant, um, all that, um, photographers, um, and just basically get in bullet points their advice and what they think you should ask and what you should be thinking about, as well as what you should be aware of um, that you might not know that they need to do. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, we talked to um, Chris Chapman, who's a makeup artist, and it was about how the service she provides isn't just the bride on the wedding day, um, how it's in the run-up, it's testing makeup, it's yeah. <laughs> doing all this stuff to make you feel your best on your wedding day and your skincare routine and things like that. So it's really interesting to get the story behind um, the people that do these jobs um, so you know what to look for, you know who's going to care about you and get exactly what you want and also what questions to ask to make sure you're getting what you really want because if you're not familiar with booking a photographer where do you uh, where, where do you start, start? How do you yeah, absolutely so it was to give people a grounding in what their options were and what to expect um from talking to people in the different industries that they wouldn't necessarily have, have spoken to before uh, yeah, hopefully, I, I found I learned a lot from reading those interviews um, mm. together. So yeah, it was fascinating. Um, my husband, um, who proofread part of the book for me, read it and went, "Oh, they've all said that we, sh we should do planners. They've all all of these suppliers have said you should get a planner." I went, "Adam, the first two thirds of the book is me talking about planners." Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's taken away that he really wants a planner now. So that that worked. <laughs> Excellent. So the book, um, how do people get it? How do they get a copy? Was it available? Okay. It's, it's currently on Amazon and you can get it in um, on Kindle or paperback. I'm looking to expand that over the next few months and into next year. Um, but at the moment, it's um, Kindle, Kindle Limited and paperback. Brilliant. So, I mean, just, just for anybody that uh, isn't aware, if they've got like a Kindle Unlimited subscription, they can actually mm -hmm. read your book for free, can't they? Which is That's it. mega awesome. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> absolute no brainer. Fantastic. So, yeah, thank you very much, Catherine. That's awesome. Um, honestly, hand on heart, we've read the book. We love the book. And oh, I would hand, I would just hand on heart recommend it to any bride or groom to read 
Um, it's a great place to start. It sets the scene. There's loads of information in there. The planners are superb, the worksheets. So absolutely, you know, five star, thumbs up. It's a great book. Oh, I think everybody should so read it. And we wish you, you uh, you know, super success with it. Oh, thank you very much. It's been great to talk to you. Fantastic. Right, Catherine, thanks very much. We'll speak to you later. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.